2: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah In my dentist's office. uh, Josh was with you, he went to Frank Warren, Frank got him the belt, he then defended in Leeds as well. Since he came back to Matchroom, he's had to vacate the belt, finds himself uh, with a loss against Mauricio Lara. Do you feel a sense of responsibility as a promoter that Josh Warrington is in this
0: position with Matchroom? A little bit, even though it was out of my hands. Because when we signed Josh Warrington, we did a big press conference at Headingley, having done a deal to stage the Kanzu fight there, with Kanzu signed to fight for the Ring Magazine belt. Unfortunately, uh, when Josh Warrington didn't want to fight uh, Kid Galahad, he had no choice but to vacate the belt. Um, he then lost to Maurizio Lara, so although I don't feel any of it was our fault, of course I've been part of that process where it's all falling apart for him. So I want him to win so desperately on Saturday, but at the end of the day, you have to fight and you have to win. And if he wouldn't have been Maurizio Lara, we probably would have been here on Saturday fighting Kanzu or someone else, you know, but unfortunately he lost that fight and he's got to try and put it right on Saturday. Have you kept it in your hands though,
1: because from that Marie Lara gets signed, Galahad is, the belt is still with Kit Galahad at Matchroom, would Matchroom kind
0: of benefit from the, essentially at the expense of Josh Warrington? No, I mean, I think, you know, obviously we've, we've heavily invested in the, divi- in the division and the fighters that we've invested in have come through and won world titles. So. You know, I would have rather Josh Warrington won that fight against Maurizio Lara, and and you know who knows what would have happened with everything else. But in the meantime, yes, Kid Gallagher had Simon Matram. He's got an IBF championship. Lee Wood, Simon Matram. He's got a WBA championship. But we desperately want to see Josh win on Saturday night. Can I ask you about the situation with Anthony Joshua? You've
1: left Sky now, but you and Sky find yourself on both ends of the field trying to get AJ signed to either platform.
0: Uh, what's no, the position wrong, with that? Wrong, wrong, wrong. I saw this a lot. There's, there's a big difference, you know, in our contract of Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua is metric. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't push him towards Sky or DAZN. We push him to the best commercial deal for him in association with Two Five Eight and Freddie, and of course AJ, who is the boss. So we're not looking to bring AJ to Dizone. Is that not deliverable for DZone? Is it deliverable? Yeah, no. is, is that not an objective the, 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 for DAZN? Uh Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Every broadcaster would love Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem that we're faced with now. Because, you know, Sky, uh, of course, CBT, DAZN, um, Amazon. I mean, it's Amazon, so many different broadcasters have the desire to land Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. Um, Sky, great platform for pay-per-view. He's hit some incredible numbers there. And right now, it's just a focus on Usyk. But, you know, in in the situation of AJ, you know, it's not... The choice of Sky or Matchroom and design. Mm. AJ's with Matchroom, and we will work together commercially for the best opportunity for him. And we will look at all opportunities. As I said, sit down with Two Five Eight and the team, and make the best decision for him. A couple hey. more from me. I uh, just want to
1: ask about Billy Joe Saunders. He came out and said that uh, he'd take five million to fight mm. Christy Bank Jr. Uh, is that viable? And also, he came out on social media and said that he hadn't been paid his full mm. purse for the Canelo fight. Quickly taken down. Yeah. can You tell me what was the position yeah, was I don't
0: there. No, really. I spoke to him about that, and uh, he quickly took that down. He's been Paid absolutely full purse of that fight after uh, the social media post or no 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 before that and uh, then he put another one out saying I made him a multi-millionaire so I was a bit confused but I think in terms of the five million uh, I think that's about the right price for the fight I think it's a huge fight but I also think that Billy will need time to not just recover from the injury but get back into shape Do you know what I'd love to see Billy back in the ring because he's a tremendous fighter and when I watched him come out against Canelo. Um, I thought he looked tremendous. Not just in the fight, but in the whole atmosphere. <laughs> and he's, he's the kind of character that can fight in those scenarios. So I hope he returns. Don't forget he's also managing fighters with uh, Dante Dixon and, and uh, others as well and I want to see him back in the sport because I think it's what he enjoys doing, so it's, it's, I think it's been difficult for him to deal with that defeat but I hope we see him back in boxing. Final one from me, um, there was a period during
1: the coronavirus where you and Frank Warren were talking about meeting up and having conversations and you know getting fights sorted, coronavirus period has kind of settled out, where he's now that everyone's been jabbed hopefully anyway, there's no excuses now
0: for you and, you and Frank Warren to meet up and have those conversations, why haven't they happened? just it's not really been on the radar I mean no one to be honest with you no one's really fired it up I felt the whole thing really you should be fired up shouldn't you really no I'll just do what I do you know I'm, I'm the best in the business by an absolute country mark um, hopefully you can be the same <laughs> Cheers, Eddie, thank you. Eddie, um,
2: Katie Taylor is in a bigger fight than most suggest David Diamante told me do you agree with
0: that yeah because I think Jennifer Han is the mandatory challenger um, she's a former world champion she's also a big lightweight as well um, but I think that She's the favourite in the fight. I think that a lot of people, Katie's coming up, I think, 35 or coming up to 35. People are sort of sitting there hoping, saying at some point, will she deteriorate or will she get a little bit old? I don't think so just yet. So hopefully she can win on Saturday and then we can move forward and make the Amanda Serrano fight. I think that's the ultimate fight to make.
2: Maxi Hughes seems to never stop going. If he wins this, he's in with all the top guys at yeah. 135. The world is his oyster.
0: Yeah, it's a tough fight. It's a different kind of level to the level that he's been boxing at and straff you know, I think Maxi's got a good style to beat Strephon. But again, like with Lara, Strephon's almost similar. We just don't know how good he really is. Like is he a top top world class fighter or is he just a tough Mexican with heart that can punch? So we'll find out exactly.
2: Away from this card, we've seen that Sky and Boxer have teamed up. They've taken what we thought was a few of your fighters. Mm. Savannah Marshall was one that I was a little bit surprised about because you were definitely pushing her, speaking about mm. making that fight with Clarissa Shields. Thoughts on that? How did that sort of come about? Peter Fury said the opportunities perhaps weren't their thing.
0: Yeah, for the I mean, fight. I think when different fighters, I think Savannah was the only one that I was. A little bit surprised by but at the same uh, time she's been a sky scholar for i think eight years she's very close with adam smith and you know with huey and savannah and those guys i spoke to mtk um their advisor as well the fighter's advisor daniel and like he dealt with sky and that they presented him with an opportunity and peter texted me actually to say look we've got this opportunity and he said like be honest is huey really part of your plans and when you look it's such a big opportunity for the likes of huey fury because His last fight with us was with Marius Wack, who I think he was third or fourth fight down on the card. Now he fights Hammer, his main event, so he's going to get loads of attention. So some fighters that might not have had the attention from Matrium could now get the attention at Sky. And also a lot of fighters that couldn't even get on TV are now getting on TV, the younger fighters. So it's great for boxing. It would have been really disappointing to see Sky walk away from boxing after not just what we've done, but what they've done in boxing. They've been there a long time.
2: And just just finally from me, uh, Eddie, Um, Josh Warrington this weekend, I know you've mentioned it, but if he loses here, is there any way back into the sport? I think so.
0: I mean, I think he could still move up and fight at Featherway, It's a great division. But back-to-back defeats are always difficult. You
2: talk idea. to me about the uh, increase of price
0: with Seven ninety nine. What's the, how do you feel the has gone down with the fans? Really good. I mean, other than standard most but I mean, I think anyone with half a brain cell would know that one ninety nine was an introductory price. Mm. I think most people felt it would go to nine ninety nine. I think the key really is when you look at obviously Saturday's a huge night as well. So's Liverpool and Fowler in the undercard. But the keys are things like the Dillian White fight. You know, where you've got a night that is twenty pounds with Sky, is now seven ninety nine for the same product, but all. So with a month full of fights as well. So there's another big show to be announced in December and in November as well. The key is to produce those fights that would have been sky pay-per-view as part of your monthly subscription. Of course, we're doing that with Dillian White. I think Saturday's close. Smith Fowler, great fight. Not a pay-per-view fight, but still a great card. Another big pay-per-view fight coming in December. So that's when you start looking at value. And again, our US schedule, which a show will be announced this Saturday on Air and also November and December as well. So I think, uh, I mean, next week, we've got Friday night, we're in Austria for Hergovich. Saturday night, we've got Laraja against Sharat with Jordan Gill, I think Dalton Smith's on in Austria, John Ryder, it's every week. And that's what we want to get to with the zone is to having a show basically every single weekend.
2: And Eddie, talked to me about the return of Dylan White. He's returning in October yeah. um, at London. Um, who's he going to be facing? Will it
0: be Franklin, uh, will it be Charles Martin? I, I like the areola fight, to be honest with you. I mean, he wants to fight Andy Ruiz and I think, uh, they had a good fight last time out. I think White against Ariola would be a war for how long it lasts. The EBU have ordered him to fight Marco Hook, which was a bit of a strange one, and we haven't really thought about that. That came through the last couple of days. Jermaine Franklin has actually signed an agreement to fight Dillian White. He's 20-0 from America. But I think of those guys, I would, from a profile perspective and a US perspective, I would choose Ariola. Mm. And finally, I spoke to the WBC president last
1: week. He told me that Jay Paul is great for boxing. Do you think he's great for boxing?
0: I don't think he's doing any harm. Yeah, I mean it's quite remarkable what those guys have achieved, like if you look at the show, it was pretty impressive, I mean as a promoter I watched him come out, I mean what was there? 15,000 people there, loads of hype, I'm sure it did great numbers, the product, in my opinion, is not great, like they can't really fight, and I think when you talk about a novelty act, it's only novel for so long, but you have to respect what they're doing, and at least he's fighting, like he's, you know, I mean, he's better than some fighters, he's better than Fury Tommy but not Tyson obviously no I don't I mean I, 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 I mean, I heard Tommy Fury look dreadful but you know Tommy's a young fighter and you know he's a boxer but I've no idea who'd win that fight but I just don't think Tommy's a big enough but for me if I'm Jake Paul now I'm going let's be honest it's getting a bit boring uh, and it's going to get harder to make this kind of money let's just fight Conor McGregor or someone like that Let's go to the bank and let's make it at mm, 170-something if he can get down there and just let's, let's, let's almost end this now. Do you know what I mean? Because it's going like, to... I haven't watched the whole fight but I watched some of it and it was pretty bad. And it's going to get worse and worse. Yeah. So I think just cash in. But I think what they're doing, I don't see any harm to boxing. I, just, I think the biggest thing is it puts boxing under more pressure to produce because they're doing good numbers like I don't know what I mean sometimes you hear 500,000 sometimes you're a million even if it's anywhere in the middle Manny Pacquiao did 200,000 buys so you have to be careful in the sport that this doesn't become the norm because I don't want that as the norm. What numbers are designed? Big big numbers I mean our last every show at Fight Camp was pretty much double the audience of our previous Sky Show So. You know we're in a great position now we have to keep the schedule nice and strong with the inevitable increase in price but many people thought it would be a lot more expensive than 799 so but we have to keep the volatility of the schedule and the quality of the schedule I was, going to, I was just going to
1: say do you think do you think you mentioned Jake Paul Conor McGregor do you think Jake Paul could beat Conor McGregor no not even in Boxing rules, not,
0: not no, talking no. UFC in a cage, but no, I boxing. Think, I think with Connor, I don't know enough about his history, but I do believe he has some kind of sort of amateur pedigree in boxing. Like Tyrone Woodley didn't do anything. Like, he just walked, followed him around. And by the way, I was actually joking about it the other day with my old man, because I said uh, someone said to me, would you fight Jake Paul? To me. And I'm like 250 pounds or something like that, right? And I'm thinking, well, I'd have to cut a leg off like that. And uh, my dad said to me, you know, saying he said you'd be fucked after a round, and he's true. So one thing I do give Jake Paul credit for is he does eight threes. That ain't easy, you know. And I know it wasn't at a ferocious pace, but you have to respect him for getting in there. And he took a couple of right hands, but they're very clever these kids. I mean, don't forget, I did a fight with Jake Paul against Anderson Gibb, and I did uh, Logan against KSI. They're very bright people. So, and he's putting the work in. But I just think now, if I'm, if I'm him. I'm not gonna just take average money and get beat. I want, I want, I want to take it to the, you know, I want to say to Conor McGregor, Conor, what are you doing in MMA? This does two million pay-per-view buys. This fight, we're both gonna make a fortune. None of us will get hurt, which is the important thing. So, Eddie, what's the latest with Demetrius Andro? So he's gonna fight in November. Um, I keep reaching out to the BBC about a Charlo fight, but must've, must've, I must have the wrong number. Um, so I don't get any replies on it. Uh, Jason Quigley's there. I would like to see Felix Cash fight to be quite honest. If I can't make a big fight, I'd rather give an opportunity to a Brit. you know, Or Jason Quigley. Um, you know. I heard you were heading up to Sheffield to see AJ. Um, have you been to see him since? I you saw him last <laughs> week at uh, the Sky promo. Relaxed, in great shape. He's got great sparring. Just flown some more sparring in today, actually. Um... He's, he feels good.
2: People are saying Usyk is his toughest fight, you think?
0: Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I, feel, I still think there's question marks, isn't there? I mean, listen, maybe Usyk is now adapted to the heavyweight division and he's going to be a major problem. Or maybe you'll get what we saw against Chisora, which I don't think will be good enough to beat Asia.
2: Eddie, we saw Frank uh, put on some of his fighters on the Jake Paul card. Is that something you would potentially look into doing? Putting some of your prospects on a Jake Paul Wonder card or a card of that kind?
0: done it about three years ago. Yeah,
2: and you wouldn't want to put it in again? Uh,
0: I wouldn't. I, th- I think... I, I don't think I would do another YouTube fight right now, a YouTube fight. And I don't actually class Tyrone Woodley against Jake Paul as a YouTube fight. I, I class that as a fight. To be honest, I don't see why we shouldn't class that as a fight. It's eight three-minute rounds with 10-ounce gloves on. You know, you could, one of you guys could go and try and get a license and go and have a fight. So, um, but I think the model works well. When we did KSI against Logan Paul, I put Devin Haney on, I put Billy Joe Saunders on. And they, last Saturday, they put Daniel Dubois on and Tommy Fury on. It's great for them. You know, there's, I mean, when have they ever boxed in front of an arena like that? With... 15,000 people. I don't think they're boxing an arena with 5,000 people. So big eyes in America, and I think it was good for Dubois and, and Tommy Fury. And Eddie, any um, talks of potential fights on the undercard of Dillian White? Show on the 30th. Yeah, show? we got we got a press conference here tomorrow. No, at, at the at the uh, the Wayne, where we'll be we'll be announcing uh, some big news uh, for just something that's very interesting coming up, and a fight that will be on the undercard for that fight on October 30th, and it'll be another Smith Fowler. Warrington Lara type undercard. You know, we're gonna stack these things from top to bottom.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.